happy Taco Tuesday. Did you guys have tacos today? I'm craving, you know, something. Tequila shot, something. Something to con commiserate. commiserate? What word is that? Um, to celebrate Taco Tuesday. Hi, guys. Linda and Twee. Welcome to 90 Days of Melanated Way. Um, hey, Maria. Hey, go hey. So I'm going to do some housekeeping stuff first. Uh, as you guys know, uh, independent creator. So please uh, support this page. Uh, you can support it through Super Chat, Super Stickers, if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, I've popped in on the ticker below my Cash App and Venmo. Support the creators. And uh, if you're more of a long-term girl like me, since we're talking about the single life, uh, consider subscribing to my Patreon because we do have a lot of exclusives selectively and only for our Patreon subscribers. So welcome. Hope you guys had an amazing Tuesday. I'm still like confused by the days. Uh, shout out to the live chat. Hey, Crystal. Hey, girl. Hey, hey, Radella. So because Bears All has wrapped on Tuesdays, we are going to cover the single life. And uh, we're starting from episode one and we're going to like power through all the episodes. Watch this first episode. And I have questions, you guys. So I have so many questions. But I want to start off with saying, so is the single life, so we know that it's Molly and Fernanda and Danielle and Big Ed uh, and Colty. And so my question to you guys, because I'm not quite clear on the concept. So I know they're all freshly single and they're ready to mingle, but do they have to bring their own dates or is TLC Sharp Entertainment setting up people with them? Like, cause it seems to me from watching this first episode that they have to bring their own dates. And then you tell your dates, hey, by the way, I'm filming for this reality show. Can you sign the waiver? Which is like different. A different type of dating show like it's like you know bring your own booze you, you bring your own partner and i wanted to know if you guys felt that same way like they had to bring their own their own dates find your own dates and then let's go film um which because it could be fun if like production set them up on dates you know what i mean and so i think that it would be interesting to have like a mix of two like hey i'm single I've met this person, this person, this person, but then production throws in a couple of people just to like spice it up a little bit, you know? Um, who knows, Crystal says. Um, but it does seem like they're making their own storylines, facts. Um, Michelle says, what do you think of Ed and Liz being together? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that shortly. Okay, so Ed, we re-meet Ed, big Ed, and we saw, uh, I don't often talk about Ed, and uh, I, have, I have my own reasons why I don't often talk about Ed, but I will say this, you guys. I love the fact that he cut his hair off. I love that that greasy, not age-appropriate hair, not even that age-appropriate. I want to say it was not flattering for him. So I'm super glad that he cut his hair. I think he looks way better. I am super glad that he's gotten himself into therapy. I think we should standardize and normalize therapy because I think that therapy is for everyone. Um, but specifically, I'm, I'm happy that Big Ed has made those two things his reality. That being said, um, he's 55, San Diego. He is single and ready to mingle. And, you know, he comes out in this crazy costume, costumes, right? So he had the Elvis costume. He had like that bird thing on his head, a dinosaur thing. Like he, he's big into costumes, which you guys like, I get that he thinks that he's a young dude, right? Like he feels young at heart. I just have a problem with the fact that he wears costumes and then his target dating bracket is so young. It's, it's creepy to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I think it's creepy. And I just think that it's all, it's, it's too, 
much. Um, Crystal says, they're savage on pillow talk uh, when it comes to Ed. Robert always says he likes girls that watch, watch cartoons. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of saying the same thing, but indirectly. Like, I just feel like he comes across as a creeper. And, you know, if you followed him on social media and seen some of the things that he's done on social media and some of the people that he's gone live with on social media and the constant, like, barrage of young, young, you know, 20 going the other way. It's just, it makes me feel uncomfortable. And I get in his mind, like he said, that he feels like he's young at heart, but he's 55 in costumes, grown ass man, you know, playing around with young ass girls. It's weird. Anyhow, so 55, he's updating his, his profile with costumes and he's talking about how he wants to lose a few pounds, um, but he has big personality and big confidence and women love that. He's on four, so in the beginning, you guys, he says he's on four dating apps, but he may add more. So in the beginning, he says he's four. And like, how do you handle four dating apps? Which brings me to my first question for you guys. And my first question for you guys, have, have you ever online dated? Have you online dated before? Tell me what your experience is like, or was like, or if you ever have. Um, ha! Portia, hey girl, hey. Portia says, little Ed always talks about the friend zone, dot, 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 but he fits right into the warning zone. Danger, danger! And hey, Grisella, hey girl, hey. Grisella says, young. Yes, yes. And what's wrong with him? That he can't hang with his own age group. Uh, Radella says she's never online dated. And Crystal said, yep. But then I caught a catfish by doing reverse image search and deactivated. Um, yeah. So I think online dating is like a, it's like a crapshoot, really. And I think that being on four online dating sites must be exhausting. However, later on in the episode, he said that he was on six. So like, are you on four or are you on six? Regardless, you're on five too many, as far as I'm concerned. So he talks about how he has a graduate degree. He's Catholic. He says he has an average body size, which, you know, with the whole dating profile thing, like we could talk about that without like shaming, but it's, it's interesting how and I don't know if it's really this way anymore, but like, I think they say like hair color, eye color, height, body size, shape or whatever. And some people say like athletic or, or like he said, average, whatever. Right. So, um, Michelle says, yes, I met my husband on one. Our two-year anniversary being married is Friday. Happy anniversary to you. Happy anniversary, Michelle. You give me hope. You give me hope. You give me hope. This, the, I should be on 90 Day to Single Life. Um, the thing is, I just don't want to online date. Like, I'm over it. So I'm going to have to find my significant other some other way. Um, so Ed says that he's a late bloomer, which I absolutely believe, absolutely believe that. Uh, and he's been married once before and that was like the love of his life. It was his first everything, first love, first everything. Um, and then he cheated on her. He said he had a one night stand and got caught and she left him and he had a broken heart. They had a baby um, which we all we've all met his daughter plenty of times. So again, I have some issues with that, right? Because his age bracket, so when he's doing his dating profile, he's saying that his age bracket, he's 55, mind you, is 29 to 48. Not even not even to 50. 29 to 48 is your age bracket, big Ed, really? You're 55. 29 to 48. So you don't even want anyone close to your age. Why is that? 
So <clears throat> he says that he connects with younger women because he doesn't consider himself old. Okay. Well, you might not consider yourself old. And, and that, again, is going to be another question uh, for you guys, because I do think that love is love. And I don't think that age necessarily matters. I think that who you fall for is who you fall, like age, race, all like sexuality, all of that stuff doesn't matter. Love is love. If you love that person and that person loves you back, I think that that's what's important. However, I have an issue when you specifically target a certain age bracket and that age bracket is extra young. That's that's my issue. So um, I've already asked you guys if you've online dated before. Um, would you date someone who is significantly older or younger than you and doesn't matter? Would you date someone who is significantly older or younger than you and doesn't matter? Um, Liz is 28, Michelle. Crystal says uh, he isn't trying to have kids and a lot of younger women are. He should reconsider. And Red Della said, my bestie has online dated, has met a couple of good guys, one that has become a good friend with both of us, but she also met a lot of creeps. Um, so would you date someone who is significantly older or younger than you and doesn't matter? So then he goes down memory lane and he talks about Rose being 23 and that first meeting that they had when he went to the Philippines was the happiest moment of his life. And I was like, is it your, was it the happiest moment of your life? Because you've been married before and you said that that was your first love. So wouldn't your first love be the happiest moment of your life? And then you had a child. So wouldn't the birth of your child be one of the happiest moments of your life? But no, you meeting this girl online flying to the Philippines and meeting her for the first time was the happiest moment of your life. I mean, I don't know you guys, like I just am trying to make some sense of it. I'm not saying that it wasn't, but do you know what I mean? Like you've had some major milestones in your life. And I'm just surprised that you're saying that your trip to the Philippines to meet Rose for the first time was your, your, your favorite and happiest moment of your life. Like, you know your daughter's watching this, right? I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, he talked a little bit about uh, his mom, Norma, and his dad. And I really enjoyed that part of his storyline because we got to know a little bit about his history. So uh, his parents met in 1959. And, um, you know, they met in a September. They married in, an April, in April, had six kids, um, were together forever, and then... Unfortunately, his dad passed of cancer. And so his mom is like his best friend now. And his mom is moving in with him. And Norma is adorable. Norma's adorable. I wonder what she really thinks about her son. Because, you know, moms always love their sons. But, you know, moms also know truly who their sons are. And so I would love to have that conversation with Norma and just, you know, hear a little bit about more about Big Ed from the mom perspective. Um, so Big Ed has decided that it's easier to date local and he wants to get some tips on dating. Oh, Michelle says, I think his dog Teddy is cute. I do think his dog is cute too. I think it's weird that he talks to his dog about like helping him set up his dating profile though. Thought it was a little bit cheesy. Portia says, I was 30 and dated a man 28 years older. Age didn't matter at the time, but I think if we stayed together, it would, be, it would have mattered in 10 years' time. Yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. I think that, I don't know. I just, I just think that you fall in love with who you fall in love with. Um, I just don't think you should be targeting, like I said, a specific age bracket because it's weird. It's weird, you guys. It's weird. So... He's meeting with his girl, Sapphire, and at first he, he made it seem like it was a date, right? Like, oh, you look beautiful. And then he uses this cheesy, cheesy line that I'm just, if I never hear this line again, I'd be okay. But I like the view. He, he says it all the time. And it's like, 
so played out. Um, so we're kind of led to believe that this is a date, but indeed it's not a date. It She's a dating coach. And she asks him, you know, why are we here? And he's seeking professional help. So not only is he on six dating apps, he's also seeing a dating coach. Um, and here's where you guys, you know, I know I'm a little hard on Big Ed, but I did feel a little bit of empathy, a little bit of empathy for him because I think that everyone should feel like they deserve love and he feels like he doesn't deserve to be loved. And that could probably explain a lot, right? Because that could explain a lot about his self-confidence, about who he, how he sees himself as a man, and also why he also specifically targets young women, right? Because as you're younger, you're like finding yourself and finding your way in the world and all of that stuff. And I guess that he can relate to that because he hasn't really found himself and is insecure himself and therefore feels like he doesn't deserve to be loved. However, if I look at it the other way, it can totally also seem predatorial, right? But I'm not even going to touch that. But so um, she says to him, you know, you have to really like have confidence in yourself and believe that you can find love and like all the self-affirmation stuff. Fine. Then we meet a couple of his friends, Rich and Claudia, and they've known him for years. And even they say, hey, you need a haircut, which I said at the top of the show, I'm super glad that he got a haircut because the, the hair was not doing the mayonnaise, the friggin' guacamole on your face. Like all of it was, it's too much. And then the costumes, it's too much for me personally, y'all. Like it's too much for me. So I think he looks way better with the short hair. I am happy he's in therapy. I think addressing all of his issues will be important. Um, but he wasn't there yet on this first episode. And so his friends were like, you know, you need to start focusing on on dating women your own age. Like, as soon as they heard the two in front of the numbers, they were like, oh, here we go again, which means that this is all he ever does. And, you know, they're not surprised by him. Now, not only did they say he needed a haircut, but did you all notice his black shirt? So if you watch my show, you know that I get distracted by just random stuff. Like the tell-all, the carpets were distracting me. The pretend glasses of, of drinks were distracting me. Like Natalie looking directly to camera and fixing her hair was distracting me. Um, so Big Ed's black shirt with the lint on it, I was like, could someone not have said, hey, throw me a lint roller. Let me get this lint off of Big Ed. But we're going to sit here this whole shot and just let him sit there looking all dirty and, like, linty. was weird. Then I was distracted by him drinking out of a cup, which I guess is great marketing, but he's drinking out of a cup with his own face on it. So that distracted me. And then I was trying to figure out what he was drinking. Was it a hot drink or a cold drink? Because did you guys notice like the smoke coming up? I was like, is he smoking? Is he a smoker? Or is he drinking like hot coffee or hot tea? Like what's happening here? So all of that stuff was distracting me on top of listening to him talk about how he has a crush on Liz, who is the restaurant manager at the restaurant that he goes to and that he frequents it because he has a crush on her. And I guess he wanted to ask her out for like two months. And so therefore he goes back there while she's working and, you know, basically gawks at her. So all the things distracted me. Um, he talks about how he's not attracted to women his own age. And again, he says that he's more like a big kid which I just think is weird. And then he goes to the restaurant that Lily works at. So Lily's 28, works at this restaurant. Oh, excuse me, not Lily. Lily's the best friend. It's Liz. Liz is 28, works at the restaurant. It's a restaurant manager slash server slash kind of does a little bit of everything. And Big Ed really like, likes her. 
And as I've seen some clips, they're actually together now. So I can't wait to see how that plays out. But fun fact, someone, a follower sent me um, her Instagram. And although she posted some photos recently of her and Big Ed attending one of her friend's wedding, she doesn't actually follow Big Ed. So do with that information what you must. Anywho, uh, they get there. Lily's like the best friend. He has to tell her us that she's married, but she's the wingman. And he, she kind of like hypes him up. Now, you guys, when he rolled up on the Vespa, what were your thoughts on that? Because I was like, hmm, this all is par the whole Big Ed image. Raydella said, paid date. Deborah said, sorry, but I can't stand him. I like his dog, though. And Michelle said, you've heard of people having daddy issues, right? And that's why women date older men. And maybe he has daughter issues, and that's why he dates women his daughter's age. Oh. Ugh. Maybe. But then he should mend the relationship with his, his daughter if he has daughter issues. Because, you know, she's come often on the show and talked about the relationship and, and and has extended an olive branch. And remember the, you guys remember the tell all where he said like something to the fact like he would pick Rose over his own daughter. And then she was like watching via satellite and her feelings were all hurt. Like that was a pretty shitty thing of him to say. So maybe, yeah, uh, maybe you're right, Michelle. Maybe he does have some daughter issues, but then go ahead and take your daughter to therapy with you. How about that? So Liz thinks that he's super flirtatious and, you know, she's not really feeling him, right? And he has to like get up the nerve to ask her out and he doesn't know what to say and he stumbles on his words, um, but he finally asks her out and she's got a mask on, right? Cause we're in the pandemic. And we don't find out her answer, but we do see a clip in the future where she says, or for the future episode, where she says, like, she's glad she's wearing her mask. Um, she's totally taken aback by him asking her out. But I find that interesting now knowing, fast forward, that they're now dating. Do you know what I mean? Like, you did all of that, but then you said yes, and you guys kissed and did all that. Okay. He must have won you over. And I, I, for one, would like to know how he won you over and what exactly went down there. Hey, Raina. Hey, girl. Hey. Raina says, to me, Ed is a terrible dad. All right. So that is Big Ed. That's all I can really say about him for now. Um, I can only short. Short. Molly. Molly's one of my favorites. Um, 45. She's feeling more empowered, more beautiful, more strong. And uh, the opening scene of, is her role-playing. And she's role-playing with her new boo. And it's Cuffs versus Cat Burglar. And we find out that Kelly is 41. And he's a police officer uh, from New York. And uh, they're having a little sexy screen time little sexy screen time, uh, kind of playing cops and robbers. Uh, she, and I died of laughter, you guys. Molly pulled out like 10 sets of pearl chains from her chest. And it just reminded me of like Angela pulling out like the kitchen sink, her purse, her wallet, her smokes, or like, like reminded me of that. And I fell out of, thought it was super hilarious. Um, but Marley talked about being divorced for the past three years and how she finally was ready to start dating again. And so she went back on social media and she said that her DMs were on fire, that men were just coming at her, coming at her, asking her for bra pictures, for shirtless pictures, sending her, um, you know, the eggplant pictures, all that. And she said most of them were garbage, but then Kelly popped up and he kind of stood out and he was respectful. And so they started talking and she thinks that he's amazing, you guys. And they decided they're going to meet in real life. So she went to New York City, 
met him. He met her with flowers, dinner, opened doors with a super gentleman, spent three days together and it was fantastic. She came back to Georgia. They continued talking and continued dating. And so he just decided that, or they decided that they were coming to, he was gonna visit her in Georgia. And what I like learning a little bit about Molly too is her backstory. So we know that she has two roommates, Yolanda and Debbie, and Debbie used to be plus Miss Plus America. And it's just been the girls in the house while she was healing. So her daughter, her roomies, and her. And then they did a little bit of the backstory of Luis, and we all remember Luis, and we all remember her season and how terrible that whole thing was. And she was saying how Kelly was going to be the first man of the house since Luis broke her and broke her heart. And I had forgotten that they were married for a year, you guys. That lasted a year. I felt like it was shorter. I felt like he landed, and like a couple of months later, he was like, piecing out but it was a year which you know makes sense because in 90 day universe time everything just goes super fast as far as i'm concerned um but she has some concerns so he's 41 kelly's 41 he's never been married he has no kids he's not in a relationship and she wants to know why and he's establishing his career and all of that but you know, maybe some, and it happens, you guys. Some people focus on their career so much that they, they're like, hey, let me get established, let me get established, let me get established. And then time flies, and all of a sudden you turn around and you're like, whoa, where'd my life go? And then, you know, you haven't focused on your, your personal life, and then you're single, and then, you know, you're ready to mingle and, and settle down. So I kind of don't see anything wrong with it. Do you guys, do you guys, is it questionable for someone to be in their 40s and not have kids? Um and never been married and not in a relationship? What do you think? Let me know in the live chat. Let me know in the comments below if you're watching the replay. Um, so she's nervous. She's uneasy because um, she wants to put it all out there. And I thought the line that really stood out to me was that she she's like, I don't want to date. I want to mate. And I was like, yes, Molly, yes. We want a, a mate for you as well. I think she's one of the sweetest, nicest, kindest, souls and you know I do know her personally um and what you see is what you get with her and she's super sweet and she has a southern charm and I definitely for one am rooting for her go go Molly go Molly find the love find the love um Judy says no she has a lot of friends that haven't yeah you know I listen I'm still looking for my one. I'm not quite there yet, but you know, if you're not, if you're focusing on other things, I can see how that that could happen. So I've got my eye on myself right now, you guys, to pay attention. Um, anywho, I thought it was interesting, and I think it's important to also talk about. Uh, she talked about her daughters. So Olivia, and I know that you guys have all seen on social media that Olivia. And Molly have had some issues, and most recently last year, some very serious things have gone on, and they're estranged right now. And I just pray that they find their way back to each other, right? Because that's your mom, that's your daughter, that's your family. Um, and so Molly addressed it a little bit. She just said she's had some challenges with Olivia. And then Kingley, who's 10, you know, is still a kid. And she's living at home and she's, she has some challenges of her own. She has a fragmented chromosome. Um, so she has like pre-K learning levels. But you know what, you guys, she, she seems super sharp and articulate on camera. She She's like a little spark plug over there. She knew exactly what was going on. She didn't like Louise from day one. Uh, she felt like he wasn't nice and it was just a struggle, she said, with him and that she noticed that her mom was like always upset, mad and depressed while he was there. And so, you know, kids speak the truth. So I love that Molly sat her down and just said, hey, you know, if anything feels off, let me know and it will be a wrap because you are my priority and you're my daughter and I love you. And I thought that that was a special moment. 
uh, we see Molly go to her business and uh, Livy Ray lingerie, you guys. And if you haven't checked her out, and I'm, I don't work for her. I did tell you that I know her personally, but I don't work for her. But I have gotten a bra fitting from Molly, and it will change your life. It will change your life. It will change your life, and your boobs will look amazing. So, should they do virtual fittings, and the bras are super cute. I was gonna bring a couple out to show you guys, but I was like, oh, that would be weird. That would be weird if I'm just like sitting here on my couch pulling out my bras. But check them out on their sites. They're really, they're really well made and beautiful bras. Um, so anywho, she gets flowers from Kelly and it was just basically like, Hey, I'm looking forward to seeing you, uh, to amazing new adventures. And he says BB, which is Brooklyn boo, which is where he's from. I thought that was super sweet. Um, you know, he's like old school, he's old school. He's wooing her and I'm here for it. And Fast forwarding and peeking into their little thing. We know that they're still together. Uh, last week, Molly posted a video on her Instagram of the two of them celebrating his birthday. So, you know, I think that it's, it, it might be a, a match. It might be a match. So let's see what happens. Uh, Michelle. Michelle, behave yourself over there. Portia says, I don't think Molly and her oldest daughter are in a good place with the relationship right now. No, they're not. Uh, I talked a little bit about it. Um, they are estranged right now. And all I'll just say is, like, let's just give them positive vibes and let's hope that they have an opportunity to mend some of the hurt and pain that is there. Moving on to Brittany. So Brittany, 27, she moved from Miami to Houston. Uh, she's calling herself Brittany 2.0. And uh, I thought it was hilarious. You guys, this is like part of my, one of my favorite scenes that she goes to, uh, I want to say a thrift shop. It's not a thrift shop. It's like a, a pawn shop. She goes to a pawn shop with a bunch of gold that Yazan allegedly bought her during the relationship, right? And... She's all excited. She thought she was going to get a little bit of cash. Enough cash, though, to buy a Rolex. And the sales person said, um, yeah, this is not testing as gold. Can you imagine? <laughs> died of laughter. It died of laughter. It died of laughter. And she said that, is, that it was fraudulent, just like Yazan, fake jewelry. But, like, can you imagine thinking that that was an actual, like, gold chain and gold necklace and all of this stuff, and you're, like, wearing it all proud, and Yazan's back there knowing good and well that he bought it at, like, Forever 21. You know what I mean? Like, you got to check that stuff. Is it peeling gold? I think maybe you're supposed to bite it. I don't know. But check that stuff out before you embarrass yourself at a pawn shop. Um, so Brittany called him a clown. And said that he didn't value her. And she talked about how they... This is the part that was also confusing to me. So she said that they met online through a mutual friend. And I was like, um, I remember your season. And I thought that they met on FaceTime with his sister or cousin, like a family member. Do you guys remember that? So now all of a sudden you guys met online through a mutual friend. Like, here's what I want to say. Anyone that watches 90 Day Fiance and any of the spinoffs, right? We've watched it for years and we remember stuff. So as we have more and more spinoffs, I'm going to need all of them to remember what they've said to all of us because we remember. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't say, oh, you know, we met at Timbuktu's on Wednesday and then next month say, oh, we met at Starbucks on a Tuesday. Because I'm going to say, well, you just said Timbuktu. So, like, is it Timbuktu or is it Starbucks? Just like in this same one clip, Ed, he first says he's on four dating apps. And then in that same 
segment, he said, oh, well, he's on six dating apps. Like, how many are you on? Get If you're going to come, just come correct. If you're going to lie to us, which is fine, lie to me, I don't care. But stick to the proper lie. Write it down. See how I take notes? Write it down. Because if you're going to lie, you're going to have to remember your lie. That's all I'm saying. And it's out there for, like, eternity. So it doesn't make sense to you when you change the story. All right. Side note. That was a super side note. So, um... Men online will go with that story because that's what she said. And four months later, they were engaged. She moved to Jordan. And that was like another thing. Because I was like, again, I watched your season. And I'm not a Britney hater like tons of people are. I actually really like Britney. And I think that she, I think that people try to portray her to be something that she was not. Um, So that being said, I do think think when she said like she moved there you didn't actually move to Jordan you were there for like three weeks it's not like you lived there for a year so I mean I guess that's potatoes potatoes but like you were on extended vacation as far as I'm concerned because you went you stayed for like two three weeks and then you went back to the U.S. because of your quote-unquote divorce and then you went back for like a week so moving there mm, really anyhow she talked about the cultural issues and the issues between the parents and and all of that stuff we've all seen it we all know it so i'm not going to go through it but i did think it was interesting that she said that she had started the k-1 visa process which did she really because the last we saw in her season was that she said she was coming back and then she was going to start it Vanessa, Vanessa is speaking for a friend. She said, some of us started late and have binged in the past year. So it's super fresh. I love it. And Portia said, you are 100% right. And then Michelle said, uh, TLC might tell them to change what they say. Maybe, but I think they really want consistency. Aw. I don't know, Michelle, if you didn't know this, but I don't know how to make these hearts. I try, but this is a heart. Love you guys right back. All right. So she says that she went and got the K-1 visa or was getting the K-1 visa. She had started it, but then she found out Yuzan was cheating on her. Um, and so she stopped it. We all saw what happened on the tell-all, so I'm going to leave it at that. I have my opinions on that, but I'm just going to keep it pushing for that. What we did learn about Brittany is that she's never had success in relationships. And so she has a wall up, but she feels like right now she's ready for love and she's ready for a family. So she wants to start dating and all of that stuff. And then they did a very uh, Laura scene, if you guys remember Laura, and also Annie too. So Laura and Annie... So I think it must be like a production thing. They love taking us to other uh, sex shops. So they went to a sex, sex shop looking for vibrators because uh, she's going to be practicing self-love and loving herself and all of this stuff. And she was with her friend Prince. And I felt like that could have been a little bit of a throwaway scene. Like, I get it. You want to practice self-love. I get it. Uh, so I don't really have anything else to say about that scene. They looked at dildos self-love that's it then her to camera thing was hilarious to me when she talked about how her and Yazan never had sex but they had gone to third base and then the producer is like well what's third base and she's like I don't know what's third base and then you know the home run is sleeping together and then third base would be this and then she explains how far her and Yazan got which what do you guys think? Do you believe it? Do you guys believe it? Do you believe it? I want to know. Do you guys think that Yazan... I mean, it's none of our business, I guess, I suppose. I suppose. Is that yes, you believe that they only went to third base, Crystal? Or do you think that they actually slept together? 
Um, but then she said that she doesn't want to rush into things. She wants to take her time. Right, Vanessa, he didn't deny it. He didn't deny it. And neither, honestly, did she, right? She says that he did this. But she doesn't say, like, oh, no, we didn't have sex. But whatever. We'll leave it to our imagination. I have my opinions on it. We'll never know. We weren't there. So uh, she's talking to two guys. So Justin, who's from Florida, but living in Canada, my country. Oh, Canada, our home and native land. True. Pay okay. Um, so Justin is... <laughs> Justin is living in Canada, so they're having like an online video romance. But she also met Terrence, who we met on this episode, who's from Detroit, a little bit younger than her, 24. And uh, they met through a mutual friend, and they went out. So they go out on this date for drinks. And I thought that the date was an interesting date, uh, a little awkward. And so it brings me to my question, y'all. What kind of questions do you ask on a first date? So those of you that are single like myself and those of you who have been single in the past and can remember what kind of dates, what kind of dates, what kind of questions do you ask on a first date? Let's do a little bit of a poll, have a little bit of fun here. I ask the basics, like where are you from? How long have you lived here? I like to ask if you like live alone, if you have roommates. I think an important question to ask nowadays in 2021 is if you like are single, meaning like super single, like you're single and no one else thinks that they're in a relationship with you and that you don't have a spouse, a significant other that doesn't live with you, but thinks they're in a relationship with you. like. Those are the type of things that I would like to know. Um, Portia said, Portia is so nice. She's, Portia, that's probably why I'm single because I'm asking all the wrong questions. Portia says, I like to ask about hobbies and likes, nothing too controversial. Because I'm a reporter, you guys, I can't help it. I try not to act like I'm interviewing you, but I have questions. I always have questions. Even with my own family, they know it. That it's like, oh, she always has questions. I always have questions. I can't help it. I can't help myself. Uh, Judy Lee is asking, are you married? Judy, I'm not married. Are you Are you a matchmaker? Are you looking to set me up? Because um, I will be open to that. Michelle says, do you think those guys used her to be on the show? That was my first thought. You too. Used Britney or used who? Who are we talking about here? Anyhow, so I want to know more of your questions, what you guys ask on the first day. Uh, let me know in the comments, at live chat. I guess all of y'all are married and, and taken for, so you guys can't remember. So I will move on with my question. So... Terrence and Brittany, they kind of have, you know, an okay date. Uh, she started talking about her ex and what she likes to do is to travel. And, of course, because she said she liked to travel, then she said um, she went to Jordan and it was eventful. And so because she asked that, here's my question. When is it appropriate to talk about your ex or exes when you're dating someone? Is it appropriate to mention them in the first date, fifth date, after you are exclusive? Like, when do you mention your exes? When do you have that question? Uh, oh, she meant a question. She said, <laughs> Judy meant the question she would ask on a first date, or, are you married? Which I think is a great question to ask. Um, Michelle said, do you, no, we've asked that one already. Michelle said, ask what they are looking for and what their goals are. Uh, 
Um, so I don't think that you should bring up an ex on the first date. I think that it makes it seem, personally, I think it makes it seem like you're still entangled in that situation and that you need to like work some things out. However, I do think that if you guys end up dating some more, then knowing your partner's history is also important. Um, Portia says, on the second or third date, that's when you start bringing up the exes. I agree with you. And Michelle says, do you think those guys use Britney to be on TV? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Or she, you know, it reminds me of Stephanie. You know how Stephanie said, hey, I called up Paris to be my backup. I think she probably said, hey, I'm doing the show. Do you want to be on the show with me? And which is nothing wrong with that, because I also think that, too, with Danielle and her new BFFs, I think that about Colt is the net. Like, I, I think it's just something that, that they all did to keep us entertained, and I'm okay with that. Um, so Brittany talked about how she used to date older guys, 86-year-old, uh, and Terrence was, like, totally taken aback. Like, what are you talking about? Like, so you used to date someone who could be your great-grandpa? And he's like, yeah you're going to need to explain a little bit more about that. And I agree with him. He's 24. He's like, what are you talking about? You're 27 and you were dating an 86 year old. Like what, obviously people are going to be like, Hey, who is that? Are you dating him only for his money? Is that your great grandpa? All of those things, everything that Terrence said, I was like, I hear you. I hear how those would be some crazy questions and mad concerns. So they did feel like their date went well enough that they would, uh, have a second one. So I can't wait to see how that plays out in the season. Oh, Danielle. Oh, Danielle. First, I wanted to ask you guys, and I, or just this is a statement, really. <laughs> Vanessa said, how about are you vaccinated? Or maybe that's on the pre-date questionnaire. <laughs> oh, a sign of the times, Vanessa, a sign of the times. All right, so Danielle, I want to know Danielle's backstory. So Danielle, and you know, I've corresponded with her very briefly last year. I do want to have her on my show, so I think I'm going to reach out to her. And actually, if you guys missed it, she was in our live chat uh, when we did the crossover event a few weeks back now. Uh, but she was in the live chat, and she was she was asking about the single life, which was kind of cute. Anywho, I want to know her backstory. Like, I know she has a bunch of grown kids. She said that her youngest that's still living at home is 19. I want to know. I can't remember. And if you guys know, help me out. She's got how many kids? And, like, was she married before? And how long was she married? And what happened to that marriage? I, I need to know because I her story it's hard for me to wrap my mind around because I don't have the backstory. And uh, I don't know. I don't, Danielle is like, I don't know. I don't know what to make of her. So anyway, she, her partner is her dog, Penny. Penny was super cute. Uh, Danielle says that she's been unlucky in love. And then we get back to Muhammad. And Muhammad, she was never married. Judy, she was never married? Huh. Interesting. I need to know the full story. So here's the thing. We start talking about Muhammad again. Um, this is seven years ago. She's like, seven years ago, changed her life. She's been single for three years now, but it's clear that she's still stuck on... So Portia thinks that she was, okay, we're going to need to get down to the bottom of this. I'm going to have to like, just go ahead and do some investigative journalism and find out. Cause I do need to know. Cause I need it, her story again. Like I said, it, I, I can't wrap my mind around it because I can't understand why she's still hung up on this guy. And that seven years later, you're still crying about this guy. And then at the end saying that you still have feelings for him. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I don't like what? Okay, so then they showed the cringy, cringy where um, Muhammad and her got married and then he said he couldn't kiss her because it was Ramadan. And so uh, there was no kissing during that time. And then I, th I thought to myself, well, 
was that a lie? Because we know that, oh no, Ziad and Rebecca got married before Ramadan. So I guess he was, I just put two and two together right now, you guys. Okay. So no kissing, but they got married during Ramadan. So they don't kiss. And then that they showed also another cringy clip of the tell-all where he's like, you know, you can't have sex with someone like you because she smells bad and she stormed off the tell-all crying. And during this episode, she was still crying about it, still heard about it and has not really moved on. And I just was like, it's been seven years. Like, how are we not healed from this? How are we not healed from this? And then, you guys, when they showed the the clip of when they first met at the airport and she ran to him and then she was crying too, I just was like, well, are those tears of joy? Because you look sad. So, like, I am just, I'm just really confused by this whole thing. Anyhow, she's been single for three years and Muhammad texted her out of the blue uh, eight months ago. She doesn't trust him still. She feels like anytime he reaches out, it's because he needs something. Um, but he's going to be in Ohio, and he wants to meet up with her. Okay. Before I get into Lexi, Lauren, and Michelle, I'm going to just get into this meetup. Okay. I personally feel, and I could be wrong, but I personally feel that if, A, you're so hung up on this person that broke your heart and said terrible things to you and you haven't seen him or talked to him in two and a half years and you've been single for three years that when you decide and this is me and call me petty call me vain call me whatever but I just personally feel like you shouldn't just roll out of the house in some shorts and flip-flops your hair in some crazy scrunchie and roll out of the house to meet someone you haven't seen in like three years. Like, I, I don't think that that was the best look. Now, do I feel like you had to doll all the way up? Yes, I do. I do. I feel like she should have flat ironed her hair a little bit, threw on a little bit of makeup. And if she didn't want to wear makeup, at least like put some like pow non-shine powder on your face, throw a little lip gloss on. Cause it's not like you're rolling down the street with your bestie, right? Like I will go to the grocery store in my pajama pants and not have an issue, but you're meeting your ex for the first time in three years, put a little effort in. That's all I'm saying. Especially if you're still hung up on him. Like I just, I was confused by that. Anyhow, she's got some new friends. 20 years younger, Lexi, Lauren, and Michelle, and they're going to have a girl's trip. I do, I've heard a lot of back and forth with, like, how people feel about these new friends of hers. I do feel they bring her out of her shell. So if that helps her gain confidence and feel better about herself and, you know, quite frankly, not be lonely, then I'm here for it. I don't care what they're looking for, how, who, what, where, why, when. If they are making her feel better about herself, then then I'm all for it. So yeah, that's all. Oh, then but I do want to talk about this bathtub scene. Do you like the bathtub scene? And again, I have African parents; they were super strict, so it might just be a me thing. But like that bathtub scene with Lexi, Lauren, Michelle, and Danielle was super weird to me because like I grew up that you don't bring food into the bathroom. Like, first of all, why are you lying in the bathtub with all your clothes on popping champagne bottles, eating cupcakes in the bathroom? Why? So that you don't, is it because you didn't want to get the champagne on the floor? Cause you could have picked a better spot. Like go outside. I like so remember I told you I get distracted by things that super distracted me. Um live chat is popping off. Yes, Portia. 
she should be showing off what he's missing. And Vanessa says, agree 100, make him see what he's missing. Not like, hey, Mo, you ain't missing nothing. <laughs> So I'm looking forward to whatever this girl's trip is about. We'll find out next episode. Really, that's it. She's going to meet Muhammad. She wants closure. But clearly, you don't want closure because you still, you say in your words, you still love him and you start crying. Seven years? And like, I'm sorry, but I could have sworn that they were only married for six months. So he must have really hurt you. You must have, I don't know. He must have felt he was your soulmate because like seven years to still be in love with someone that was super shitty to you is, is super crazy to me. All right, Colt. Colty. Colty, Colty, Colty. Colt talks about Larissa. Oh, you know what? Maybe that's where I got the six months from. I'm going to take back what I said. I know that they weren't married for a long time, though. But Colt, I didn't realize that Colt and Larissa were only married for six months. Guys, doesn't it seem like it was way longer? They were on, like, before the 90 days, 90-day fiancé, after tell-all one, tell-all two, tell-all ten. Like, all that drama who against the queen will die i love that by the way it's my favorite line however all of that that they went through like the i guess a lot of it was social media too but like the fighting and the police and the this and the that you guys were only married for six months we all went through that and you guys were only married for six months oh yes you use me muhammad that was another great line portia another great line um, so anyways, he first talks about Larissa and then he talks about Jess. So the big thing I got out of that, that reminded me that they got divorced after six months and that Jesse cheated on Jess with Vanessa. All right. So Colt speed, speed dating <laughs> and his big traits are that he's lost his job. He's lost some weight and he's single. And, uh, He's speed dating and he opens with, he's 35, he's got six cats, he's unemployed, he's divorced and he lives with his mom. And that uh, when he's single, he drinks too much and eats too much. Yeah, that's super attractive, Cole. Start with that. <laughs> that's funny to me. So anyways, his first date was uh, Ariana, and that's how he opened within her face. You could just see, like, she was not impressed, and he talked about going to Brazil, and so she said, obviously, like, you're an ass man, and they both said that they were fur baby parents, and then that was it. Like she was not, she was not feeling him. You guys, she was not feeling him at all. And it was super funny when she was doing her to camera after, and she was like cussing him out and spat, well, cussing about him in Spanish saying that he needed to move out of his mom's house and get a job and all of that stuff. And then Colt could hear her in the back and he's like, Oh, I guess it wasn't a match. I fell out. I fell out. Hilarious to me. Um, then he goes home and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not sorry. If you, again, if you watch the show, you guys know how I feel about cats. So for him to be sitting on the floor, scooping out the kitty litter, talking to his mom again, it super distracted me. And I just was like, not here for it. Like I could have gone without seeing you do all of that unnecessary. I, I get you have six cats, but I personally don't want to see you clean up the kitty litter personally. But he's talking to Debbie um, and he's just saying how it's important for him 
that his future wife or girlfriend has a good relationship with his mom because his mom is a very important part of his life, as if we didn't know. Um, and he told her, like, you know, I was on this date, and the only person I was thinking of was Vanessa. She's my best friend, and I'm falling in love with her, and I want to be with her. So Debbie advises him to, like, go. Go and tell her. So they meet for coffee. And I don't know about you, but we're all living through this COVID and, and this is not to be political and I really don't care what you guys want to say, but there has been a ma mask mandate. And so Colt had the bandana over his face. And I, I just personally noticed that Vanessa didn't have one and I was curious to know why. That's all. Um, but they meet for coffee. He says that he wants to be with her. Um, he loves her he wants to kiss her he wants to be with her but she doesn't want to be with him because she doesn't trust him and she thinks that he's a liar and he's asked her to be with him before but then she said brazil happened peru happened and i was like peru what happened in peru who's the peru girl because we know about the two brazilians tell us more give us more tea who's the peru girl like who's that so Colt gets a little testy with her. And he's like, you know, you want to you want to be friends, but you don't want to have the responsibility of being in a relationship. No, Colt, she's saying, I know who you are because we are indeed best friends. And, and she even says they're friends with benefits. So she knows that you cheat and that you lie. And she's, she doesn't want to be in a relationship with a cheater and a liar. And that absolutely makes 100% sense to me. Um. <laughs> She says that he rotates women and that she just doesn't trust him. And I was like, I can't be mad at her. I can't be mad at her. However, I did think it was interesting that she said that they bonded over their bad marriages. And did you guys know that they met on social media? So, you know, slide into people's DMs. Apparently it works. And uh, so we'll see what happens with them. I... You know, I've seen some snips and pieces. I've posted about them. Clearly, they're together. And so something works out. And uh, I think that's all I want to say because I don't want to spoil it. I want to, like, watch along with you guys. And I'm sure some of you guys have seen more of the episodes, but this was all brand new to me. And I was just like, oh, oh, we're doing this? So I can't wait to see what Fernanda's up to in real time because we know where she is in real time. And uh, that was it. Vanessa and Colt are a thing, apparently. And we're going to see how it plays out. <laughs> Portia says, Vanessa, he's about to use your name in a proposal. Facts. Uh, Michelle says, I heard that Vanessa and Colty are engaged a while ago. Is that true? It is true. That, that picture leaked. So we apparently are going to see that play out um, on The Single Life. So, yes. Vanessa. Vanessa says, I really hate hearing you say my name. <laughs> Aw, Vanessa. So... That was the show, you guys. That was really everything. I was actually a little bit entertained. Like, I'm here for it. It was a little long, though. I was surprised that it was an hour and a half. I thought it was going to be, like, 35 minutes. Um, so we'll see what happens. We'll do this again next week. We'll, we'll watch along. I might throw in a few teasers I'll say because there's a couple of things that I'm holding on to just because it's the first episode so we'll see you guys back here on uh, next week a couple of things that I will announce you guys don't forget to like 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 subscribe 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 if you're watching this on Facebook please do give me a thumbs up thumbs up on YouTube um, you see the ticker go ahead and support the page I would really really appreciate it more than you know so please and thank you. Uh, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, 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 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, if you follow 90 Day the Melanated Way, which you see on your screen, we are going live with River. 
from the family Chantel. We're going to go live with River 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on our Instagram. We're going to ask him all the questions. So if you guys are around, please definitely head over to our Instagram and be there for that. Uh, Portia said, I can only watch what's on YouTube. Portia, I'll see what I can do about that. I usually do all my shows through YouTube, but uh, some of the sometimes the cast want to do Instagram. So we're going to do Instagram live. So I'll, I'll see if I can hook it up somehow, Portia. I'll get back to you. Um, guys, it was a great show. So yeah, Wednesday, we're doing we're going live with River Knight from the family Chantel. Thursday, we are catching up on so much news and gossip. We didn't have news and gossip last week because we had a special guest from uh, 90 Day Fiance on the show. So there's so much to talk about you guys. I've been bursting bursting, bursting with tea. So I thank you guys, especially um, all my Patreon. Oh, hey, Master of Blackjack. Hey, holla. We missed you last, yesterday. I don't think we saw you yesterday. Um, I lost my turn of thought. So Thursday show, news and gossip. It's going to be a doozy. I'm just going to warn you guys, it might be, go it's gonna go an hour and a half because there's too much to talk about um and then i'm gonna just leave you with a petty comment there's a there's a actually i'm not gonna be petty i'm gonna say good night good night farewell it's time to say adieu bye guys we'll see you tomorrow on instagram and thursday on patreon bye for now